the Public News Service Daily Newscast, January the 5th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. Arkansas reported a record number of new COVID-19 cases Tuesday as a highly contagious Omicron variant spreads murmuring trends seen across the country. More on the story from our Emily Scott. The Arkansas Department of Health saw more than 6,500 positive cases on Tuesday, the highest number since the summer 2021 surge. Hospitalizations are not at the same peak levels yet, but it's something health officials are keeping an eye on. Governor Asa Hutchinson says the next month will be difficult and suggests Arkansans do their part by wearing a mask and talking with their doctor about being vaccinated if they're eligible. We are entering a period of probably the greatest risk that we face during the pandemic. We have Omicron here that uh, is less severe, but at the same time, the sheer volume of numbers gives us challenges that we haven't faced before. Hutchinson says his administration requested 1.5 million at-home COVID tests from the White House last week, but expects delays amid a national shortage. Arkansas also reports a record positivity rate in COVID tests of 25.5% in the last seven days. Parts of Interstate 95 in Virginia reopened Tuesday evening after a winter storm paralyzed vehicles for 48 miles south of Washington, leaving hundreds of motorists stranded, many for more than 24 hours without food or water. That from the Washington Post. The storm, which dropped about 12 inches of snow in the area beginning Monday morning, quickly overwhelmed crews on a hilly stretch of the interstate, slowing traffic before coupling a section of the East Coast's busiest highway, already known for gridlock. More than 60 rallies and candlelight vigils taking place across California tomorrow, all to mark the one-year anniversary of the U.S. Capitol insurrection. Last year, on January 6th, four people died when thousands of rioters attempted to stop the certification of President Joe Biden's election. Justin Quaza, with the League of Conservation Voters, says since then, the threat to the nation's democracy has only deepened. Instead of just giving up, they actually went back to their individual states and introduced over 400 voting rights bills in order to continue to suppress the vote of the American people. Rally organizers promoting four measures they say are pro-democracy, bills that have passed in the House but are stalled in the Senate. The John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act would require federal court approval for changes to voting laws in states with histories of racial discrimination. This is PNS. The now-stalled Build Back Better Act means about $475 million in grant money is also stalled, money that would go to communities for laptops, tablets, and other Internet devices. Groups working to improve rural broadband access in eastern Kentucky say getting more people online is essential to the region's economic recovery. President of the Mountain Association Peter Hilly says building the infrastructure to get communities connected to high-speed broadband is only one piece of the puzzle. In order for that to happen, uh, they need to be able to have the devices that are able to connect to the Internet, and they also need to be able to afford the Internet service that's available to them. The Build Back Better Act's connected device program contained funding for community groups to purchase and distribute hardware to people who qualify, as well as subsidies for schools and libraries to help keep students and staff connected. Nadia Rumlagan reporting. 
With the Maryland General Assembly set to start next week, environmental groups are urging lawmakers to regulate toxic chemicals. That after a new report shows elevated levels in state waterways. Maryland's Department of the Environment found 75% of drinking water samples tested contained harmful contaminants known as PFAS or forever chemicals. Emily Scar, state director of the Maryland Public Interest Research Group, which released the report, calls the results alarming. She notes this group of chemicals is used in thousands of products from nonstick pans to firefighting foam. Where we found the highest levels of PFAS contamination in drinking water is around industry and around military bases where PFAS is often used for training purposes. Some of the highest levels I've seen are in the Annapolis area, in Charles County, and some in the Aberdeen Proving Ground as well. I'm Diane Bernard. Finally, our Eric Tegadoff tells us Washington State lawmakers meet in Olympia starting next week for the 2022 legislative session. As the Washington State Director of Climate Solutions, Kelly Hall says the legislature has made progress in recent years, including committing the state to 100% clean energy by 2045. But with the impacts of a warming climate mounting, Hall says the state should do more to address it. She thinks a top priority this session should be making sure that buildings run on clean energy. A lot of buildings at this point do combust fossil fuels indoors, and not only does that have a significant impact on the climate, but it also has a, a significant impact on indoor air quality. Hall says the state should come up with a targeted electrification plan to incentivize utility customers to invest in electric appliances. Governor Jay Inslee has also named decarbonizing the building sector as one of his priorities for the session, as buildings are the fastest growing source of carbon emissions in the state. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported. Heard on radio stations, big and small. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.